Rest in peace, Richard O'Dell. If I could take away the pain, man, I wouldn't think twice They took a good soul when they killed you that night And now I hold your mama in my arms, try to tell her stay strong But it's hard to do it when you know that they gone Coming out of jail, knew it was time for a change Some folks don't get the message, so they stay in the same And now your fam's left with the burden of heartbreak It's hard to get through all the pain that your heart takes We miss you yeah, we always gon' miss you And all we got now are pics that we reminisce to Memorials and grave sites, man, it's a great sight Thinking of your struggle, though you put up a brave fight After every dark night, there comes a brighter day But when you get the call, it hits you right away You took your last breath right in front of a church So that's what gives me comfort when I'm feeling this hurt So many days I sit here crying away When my skies are gray, I think of where so many days I spent with you, but now every night I cry for you. I spend all my time just missing you. Yeah, I'm missing you. I'm missing you. So many days I spent with you, but now every night I cry for you. I don't know what to do. Yeah, life never stops. And trials never end Sometimes people give their life For your blessings to begin An angel in the sky Just to lighten the dark So when you miss them Just remember they reside in your heart Too many fake people Who be playing the part But you was real And that's the shit That really tears me apart Why did they have to take you? I don't understand But deep down I know This is part of God's plan You beneficial Sacrificial though Can be beneficial Never superficial Now you in his judicial As you're watching over Mama Cello Saying hello Telling her to care we don't wanna feel it mellow No longer in denial Remembering your smile It might take a minute But I'll see you in a while Until that day comes I'll sit and daydream Memories that I'll cherish For the joy that they bring Cause I've been dealing with this pain Trying to carry on But it ain't the same But deep down I will hold your name The ray of sunshine When I cold the rain Cause it's been so hard Just trying to keep it all together What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lamb. Me, no, I'm your host, Angel Lamb. Today, I'm sing with Mike Real. He's a hip hop artist from the city of Wilmington slash San Pedro. We're gonna find out why I introduced him that way on the episode. On this episode, we're gonna get to know him a little better. We're gonna get to hear more about his music, why the he he made this song for one of his lost friends, and we're gonna find out who. Is his favorite person to collaborate with? Um, Illy smokes, grab a tissue. So, so yeah, I don't want to ruin it for you. I don't want to talk too much about it, but this was a great episode. Is a great episode for more than the reasons that I just mentioned. I see myself talking to Mike, you know, about other things. You know, he was an interesting guy. It's an interesting interview, in my opinion. Hopefully, you guys. Um, feel the same way if you do feel the same way make sure you go leave a review on itunes soundcloud wherever you listen to this episode thank you for everybody that posted pictures about with their stickers and with the cookies and thank you for the people that participated on the giveaway i really appreciate it not as many as i hoped but you know just having one or two people participate i'm happy about it as i mentioned last week i attended morca jete dominguero 
I had a blast. Maybe you might have seen me on their live, on not on their live, their Insta video thingy. I don't even know what it's called, but you know when when you click on the little circle where my my picture set, you know the the, the videos that appear, you might have seen me there. I uh, will be having some people from that that I met at Mocajete Don Miguel, so stay tuned for that. Thank you for the people that that were sending messages about Sylvia's episode. I really do appreciate it. Knowing that somebody's out there listening to this, listening to the podcast, actually listening to what people that I have on have to say, makes me feel good. It makes me want to keep continuing the show. Thank you guys for supporting me. I do appreciate it. So this this is going to be episode 48. One more episode, and then I get to do that 50th episode that you guys have been wanting, or you asked me once upon a time. So what I need from you guys is I need you guys to send me questions. I don't know what you guys want to know about me, so please help me out. Or maybe like we could have a conversation. I'd be up for that. I just want to remind you, if you guys want a t-shirt or a hat, they're available at Tennessee boutique in the city of Wilmington and Avalon she currently has an offer that if you buy something from the community table you will be entered to win a $35 gift card for her boutique not only can you find my clothing you can find other people um other people's clothing that have come to the podcast you can find shirts from just us whisper arte from natis it goes by all natural so make sure you go and support us support not just me just small businesses and i believe on tuesdays you buy one you get another one 50 off please if you do if you do buy some please make sure you send me a picture of yourself wearing it or model it for me and I'll put it up on my Instagram and my Facebook. And, you know, thank you guys for the support. Before I go, I just want to remind you, I do have stickers. If you would like a sticker, send me a DM or send me an email. If you have any questions, if you don't have an Instagram, um, you could you could send me a message on Facebook or you could email me at lemmeknowpod at gmail.com. But make sure you check the autocorrect, fix that T, flip it to an M, and send it my way. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to leave you guys with that. Enjoy this episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Hope you guys enjoy that song. That's a song by my next guest. He goes by the name of Mike Real. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, bro? I'm good. How about you, I'm man? Good. So, you're a, a hip hop artist from the city of Wilmington, right? That's that's a question I get asked a lot. I'm I'm actually not from Wilmington. Um, I grew up in San Pedro, but I got a lot of family from Wilmington. So that is something that a lot of people do ask me about because um, yeah, my mom is from San Pedro. My mom is from rancho san pedro the reason why i bring it up is because that's like a big like discussion when it comes to me and my music and like the things that i talk about so okay. it's kind of it, i'm kind of glad that you opened with that but right, I well, been. well i mean let's talk about it like okay. what, what is it that people like what's the argument or what's the discussion that people are having about it i will see people always want to ask me like where i'm from and uh-huh. for me that's a tough question because technically i consider myself from the san pedro projects that's where i grew up my okay. mom's from san pedro rsp um all my uncles but then my dad is from Wilmington, oh, from the right. west side. And uh, my stepdad is also from there, too. Okay. So in my music, I try to bring like a lot of unity within it. But at times, it gets misconstrued and misunderstood. And people don't always get my message the way I'm trying to bring it across. So it's like they take my words out of context, and they make it seem like I'm not trying to choose a side. But what it is, I'm just trying to bring some unity within the whole entire community, the entire yeah. harbor area. Not just the harbor area. But that's because where I'm from. That's where I'm from. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it kind of boils down to in a way. Uh, but, 
right? Yeah, man. Uh, so it's kind of crazy, man. So, I, so, like, what are some topics that you hit during your music that would make people like argue, like, nah, you're you're, you're representing um, Wilmington more than you're yeah, representing well, San Pedro more? <laughs> I mean, it's so hard to find balance, man, because, like I said, like I consider myself from the project San Pedro, um, but in my music, I talk a lot about both sides like when i when i'm in wilmington with my wilmington family or when i'm in san pedro with my san pedro family and just trying to bring it all together and make people realize like yo i'm not trying i never banged in my life like i'm not trying to be some gangster i'm not trying to be some hood hopper i'm not trying to be from this side or this side what i'm trying to do is bring some clarity bring some positivity and just bring some unity to people that's all i'm trying to do and that's the main things that i speak about but i also speak about topics of the things that i've seen growing up all the gang violence the stuff people dying just stuff like that yeah. and there's times where i mention names and maybe i should withhold some information sometimes i speak a little too much uh-huh. and so that's what gets taken out of context so i'm guessing like living in the projects is i had like i had friends live at the project so right i'm sure you saw a lot of that violence right yes. there a lot of gang like yes. activity like like did you live right there in front of that boys and girls club i live close to it on second street and center oh all right yeah because that, that area is bad right there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough man it was tough yeah. growing up man yeah. but that's what inspired me to make music from a young age that's where i really started just putting all everything i seen i just started putting it into perspective and putting it on paper putting mm. it into words so how long have you been rapping uh well i've been rapping seriously since about maybe 2010 oh. but i've had little breaks in between uh-huh. so 2014 is when i consider myself actually okay taking it real serious uh, and why, why did you take those breaks it's just like life man yeah sometimes personal, you know like, yeah exactly yeah. Mm. stuff just happens sometimes yeah. and like how did you get into it though uh well when i was a kid like i started writing poetry and like elementary school and middle school and then um i mean everywhere around me i had a lot of friends uh, that were into it so it kind of just dragged me along into it and i started taking it serious myself um i didn't know how to rap though until like probably right after high school i knew i wanted to be in hip-hop but i just didn't know how so then i started rapping and then just grew from there like at first i was i was i sucked i mean i'm sure people still to this day are like oh you still suck but yeah, i mean but i don't feel that way yeah, but there's those haters of course know, definitely i was gonna be haters <laughs> yeah yeah so like so, well, what do you mean you didn't know how to rap like i mean it just i don't know how to structure songs i don't know bars i don't know anything like that melodies or nothing like that now i feel like i'm really i'm well yeah. when it comes to that i know what to do now but like, did, did you like study music by any chance like ever self-taught only okay. I, I never took any i took one class a mixing and engineering class but uh-huh. i feel like i didn't really learn much yeah. Of but yeah other than that i'm all trying to do it myself yeah, just like, read yeah sometimes like Going to school is not the best route for everybody. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Like, that myself, I'm de- I, like, I'm right right now. I'm thinking of going into like some radio, like broadcasting. Like, okay. For some, like class, take classes for it. But I'm afraid of that. Like, what about if I go and I don't learn anything? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just gonna you. be stuck in the same place. You know? Right, right. But yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, so, but like, how did you like? How did you learn how to structure and do all that? Like, did you just Google it or what? No, actually, I just got into the booth and I just started learning from my mistakes. Like, when I the first song I made, I remember the dudes were laughing. Like, well, I have the headphones on, they're laughing, and I take them off. I'm like, was that dope? But they're all laughing. Like, yo, that shit was whack. Uh, why? <laughs> it just I I couldn't flow. I couldn't rap. I didn't. I just was. Like you weren't going with the rhythm or what? I mean, I, I was probably on beat. I just my voice, my delivery just wasn't the lyrics. It just wasn't on point at all. So, mm. but so, as the no, no, go ahead, no as the years progressed and you know I just started getting more better and more familiar, and more comfortable with myself, uh-huh. my flow, and that's when it. So, so um, like right now, right now, we'll, like back then, what were you rapping about? What were some of the things that you're rapping about? Well, I've kind of always rapped about the same thing. Um, 
I, I like to rap about um, society, uh, problems in the world, like problems that I've seen growing up, my family, my friends, people that I passed away. But then I got to a point where I started rapping about. Uh, back then they called me Mike Check, and uh, I started rapping about Mike female. Check. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, females and like kind of it kind of I kind of got off 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 track a little bit, and uh -huh. I started doing rap music that wasn't really my style. But okay. weirdly, that's when people started taking notice of me. Uh -huh. So I was like, okay, it's kind of weird. Like I got to find some type of balance between yeah, yeah, the music yeah. that I don't really like <laughs> making, but people like it, and then my music. Yeah. So that's kind of where it kind of grew from there. Well, I mean. I mean, yeah, that's true. I, I I could see how that could happen. Yeah. So so what made you want to go back to like what was really you? Well, I took when I took that break, I stopped rapping for about two years, maybe from 2012 to 2014. Uh -huh. And in that that time period, I was thinking like, man, I got to get back into it. But how? Like, what am I gonna do? So I met up with this dude from Long Beach, started writing, uh, producing all my stuff. And uh, when uh. I changed my name, but I was like, well, what can I be? What should I change my name to to, to represent more what I'm about? Because I thought Mike Check was kind of corny. Like, I don't understand why Mike Check. Because like, uh, Check as in cash, like money? No, no, no. Uh. Just Mike Check as microphone check, you know? Because oh. uh, a friend named me that in high school. So then when I started rapping, that's naturally what I called did myself. Like, did you start like Check it like every time? No, no, not necessarily. <laughs> I just I just with my name. But I, I realized that, you know, no, nah, that's kind of corny. I yeah, got to yeah. find a new name. Right. And still people probably might not like Mike Real, whatever. But personally, I just feel like it. It represents what I'm about. Yeah. It talks about what I and 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 also too like one of the negatives that people think is like, yo, so you're trying to say that you're 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 the realist or you're this or that. I'm like, no, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm trying to say is that what I speak about is real, whether yeah. you think think so or not. It's my truth. I'm speaking my truth, yeah. and I'm speaking the truth for a lot of people that within our community. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and you just gotta prove them right by just. Like the lyrics that you put out, you yeah, know, exactly. when you're spitting, whatever. I, don't, I feel, I feel funny when I say like spitting or like the game, <laughs> like saying shit like that. Like, it doesn't come natural. You yeah, know, I feel for you. Some I feel reason. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the same thing for like monikers, like people's monikers. Like when I, like I know their real name. Right. But like I have to call, like for example, like my homie Jose. Like I have to call like Be Cryptic or like <laughs> yeah, Data yeah. Crux. Right. Like, Man, like that's—I'm <laughs> your friend, bro. Like, I, I know you, your real name. Yeah, you know? yeah, I guess you. Yeah, I'm the same way sometimes. Yeah, the same with Illy Smokes. Like, I feel funny saying Illy <laughs> yeah. Smokes. You know. You know what's funny is I actually met Illy Smokes as Illy Smokes, so oh. I've always called him Illy Smokes. Yeah, but now yeah. I'm coming around to calling him Robert. Now yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah but I can't do that. Like, I'm yeah. gonna call you by your name, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, he told me the same thing. He's like, yeah, like, I, like he introduced himself as Robert. And I was like, alright, Robert. But it's like, but I, that's how I like to introduce myself to people, but. Like, my name is Illy Smokes. I'm like, yeah. all right. Well, I'm going to call you Illy Smokes here, but then, you know, yeah, later yeah. on, I'll call you Robert. Yeah. But he's a cool dude. Like, I, oh, yeah. I know you work a lot with them. So, yeah. we'll get a little bit, like, like once we get a little deeper into the interview, we'll talk more about him, you know. Okay. I, I, basically, I want to know how you and him came together, but that's a little bit further down on okay. the interview. So, like, when you develop songs, how, how like, do you, do you set a mood or what? Like, what no, do you do? No, I, I mean... The main place where I rec uh, write my songs is in the car. Like, I'm just driving home or driving wherever. I'll throw on an instrumental and she'll just pop it to my head. All the thoughts and ideas that I have from that day, uh -huh. I'll finally put them into song form and just start writing in my head. And then when I get home, I'll put it on paper or put it in my phone or whatever the case. Mainly for the for the verses. For the hooks, I actually have to sit down and actually think about that more because it takes a little more time. The melody and the harmonies yeah. and all that, it comes into play. Yeah, because I imagine that's like the the main message is on the hook. You right. know, when Definitely. people to like get out of it. Definitely. And I, I write a lot of music for singers, too. So uh -huh. I work with a lot of singers, a lot of singers. So I like to put them on my hooks. And um, that's the one thing that I like to do, though, like. 
they were offered to write it. I'm like, nah, to be honest, I, I prefer to write it just uh -huh. because I want it to come across as my message, but with your words, your, like your, your voice, your, voice yeah. Yeah, your cadence and all that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's so it's smart. pretty cool, though. That's smart. That's, that's smart. Cool. See, I wonder if like if that works for everybody. Probably not. No? Probably not. Are you think like, yeah, because I imagine what, I think Wiz Khalifa sang like on a One Republic song and they were talking about love and he was talking about, man, I got bitches. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like sometimes like that, like from like a artist, like if it's my, my check, like that's something I'd be scared of. Right. Right. Like somebody, like I'm talking about love and being romantic about my, and how then, much I love my girlfriend. And like, fuck a so, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> man, fuck bitches. I got money. Like, you yeah, know, like yeah, how yeah. much alcohol you fucking like yeah, champagne. Exactly. And like, but yeah. I feel like too, sometimes the contrast goes, just goes, you know, sometimes it actually makes a great song. Sometimes. But I mean, like, I, I feel like that would go with it if that was the point of the song. Right. Right. But like. Imagine like Because I know there's artists That like They're in whole different Places in the world sometimes right. So the only way They could like record is Like send them Through each other Yeah But like Imagine that Like being that far Like fuck You're like Oh man I gotta put this track out Real quick <laughs> <laughs> You don't even listen yeah. to it you're like Man I'm gonna trust this guy <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I, I feel know. you on that That clearly I'm not in the music industry Like No I that know. makes sense though That makes sense For sure You wanna stay on topic You, yeah. see, you get it You're like What the fuck is this <laughs> Yeah yeah so like who are your influences like you, oh man musically or whoever i mean i know it's kind of kind of uh, redundant to say it but i mean my biggest influence always has and always will be tupac like, oh, that's yeah. been the biggest influence since i was a kid um but i grew up listening to a lot of gangster rap with my family that's what I, what i heard most uh the dog pound all the death row snoop all the old stuff biggie puff even puffy back in the day no way i was one of my favorite albums as a kid so like you don't stick to like just west coast like oh no like definitely not no no no. nas actually is one of my favorite artists of all time as yeah. well nas is just psh, lyrically amazing are you like one of those people like that like focus more no, but do you focus more on like on a certain side like the west east because uh, i know um when i spoke to just us they were telling me about like they love the east coast like i yeah, mean yeah. They, they, i mean hip-hop came from the east coast yep, so definitely. i understand that right. so but I feel like I don't know something about the West Coast rap. Like for me, I have like more like a place in my heart more than oh, I do East Coast. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I'm from the West Coast, so of course that's always like I have an affinity towards that type of music. But at the same time, it's like as an artist, you have to respect the East Coast. Like they brought just I mean that's where hip hop was started. Yeah. And I feel like the West Coast is more melodic, more so more uh kind of soulful, I guess in a way. Just more like, and of course obviously more gangster, but. The East Coast just has that flow, that that style, that, yeah. that them lyrics, you know. So yeah, yeah. if you're able to put them together, it's kind of like it's it's just it's dope, man. I and love like, them both. What is it about th those artists and like, I mean, Tupac himself? Like, what is it about them that like, like got got your attention and like that make you admire them? I know, I mean, Tupac's career, like it's fucking music, acting, like you know, like it's nonstop. But right, like, what, right. for you, like, what it was it that attracted you to like? Yeah, Damn. well, as a kid, I didn't think about any of that. All uh -huh. I all I thought about at the time was he's talking about everything that I'm going through right now. That's all I thought about. Uh -huh. You know, even when it came to his songs about his mom, I'm like, yeah. man, like my mom's going through this same shit, or my uncle just got killed, like, you know, shit like that, or I just seen this fool get shot. Like everything he was saying, I could just feel it, like almost spiritually. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what that's what made me just like admire him so much. So yeah. like, what's your opinion? Because a lot of people like something that they dislike about Tupac. Is that he says the same things over and over, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. What's, what's your opinion about that? Yeah, it's kind of funny, like, how you got these new rappers saying he's boring. And, I mean, I, in a way, I can see where they say that because he does 
talk a lot about the same type of things. But at the same time, it's like I feel like he's able to, to speak a message using the same type of lyrics sometimes. But it's just so from the heart that it still resonates. It resonates yeah. with certain people. And, and that's why, to me, I, I can never, I mean, I don't understand that. Especially when they say he's boring or he sucks, I'm like, wow. Like to me, that's lack of knowledge of the culture. Like you yeah. gotta really look back at what this fool did, not just musically, but just as a as a as a person. He was yeah. a great human being. Yeah, I agree with. I mean, I feel like it's just the context or like that where you want to listen to the music, right? Like the mood that you want to be in. Yeah, definitely. Like if you want like party mood, then you listen to this mumble rap. But if right. you want to like just like. Something that's gonna make you think that you're gonna go to like '90s hip exactly. hop, you know, yeah. 2000, early 2009, like, right. like, but like 2000s in the middle. I don't know, like, I don't know how to th- like what to think about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the same way because honestly, I, I love 2000s music, but it's like you're right, it's just so different. It's not really lyrically, it's not really gangster. It's kind of like somewhere in between. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah. You got, got Ludacris that he says some real shit, but then he has yeah. some like mumble rapish yeah, kind yeah. of stuff, you know? Yeah, but. I don't know. It, you're right. It's it's kind of it is about opinion. Like all these the new rap. I mean, it, I feel like there's a lane for everybody. So yeah. cool, do your thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't really listen to it, but at the same time, I'm not gonna hate on it. So like today, I listen to Cole or Kendrick or people like that of that caliber. Yeah, yeah. Who are real more lyrical. Yeah, yeah. And that that's what I like. That's what I prefer. But at the same time, if I'm out somewhere partying or clubbing, of course I'm gonna want to hear some stuff that's gonna get me hyped. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I feel like there's a time and place for everything. So like presently now, like who are some of like, your influences? Uh, man, that's a tough one. Cause I mean, I, like nowadays I listen to artists, but at the same time, I'm not really influenced by them. Uh-huh. So like, I want to know your opinion about the scene, like the Harbor area scene. Cause I mean, you're being a hip hop artist from there. Like what, what's your opinion from it? Like, I mean, I love it. Like there's so many different artists out here. The only thing is I wish we would work together more, you know, like mm-hmm. me and Illy, we work, we work on a lot of shit. And that's yeah. one that we always talk about. Like we could just gain some fucking unity within the artists. Like we could do some dope shit. Cause there's a lot of dope artists out here. Yeah. You know, like Coastline, those dudes are fucking amazing to me. Mokes and Yuck and Jimmy Conway. Like I did a couple tracks with uh, Mokes and Yuck and we had some, some dope shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but there's a lot of different artists out here that, that I feel if we really came together, we could actually make something happen. Like, how do you think, like, you would get people, like, more artists to, like... I know what you're saying, and I don't, and I really don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I yeah? Know. It's tough, man, because we try. There's many things we try. Like, I had a dude, Danny Duran. Shout out to Danny Duran. He tried to put shows together, and uh, it worked for a while, but, like, everything just kind of falls is, apart after a certain time like is it because people get too big or like they get to thinking that they're bigger they're better than everybody else maybe some people yeah but i just feel like everybody has their own agendas and uh, everybody has their own way of doing things so I when guess. you try to bring it together and also the competitive thing also like oh i'm better than that fool or fuck this fool you know just stuff like that yeah you know petty shit which if we put all that shit aside we can actually make some shit happen true there's enough fans and there's enough ears for everybody Definitely, you know yeah like if they're gonna come to like to one of your shows like why not see me or like exactly we need to come together somehow you know yeah. and like help each other because like bringing each other down and talking shit about each other is not helping yeah and what i hate though is that a lot of those terms become like catchphrases and then it becomes it just you just missed the point like yeah we always say let's come together but what exactly does that mean like what are we gonna do let's actually come together yeah but it, it turns into like this hashtag or a phrase where people actually miss the real point true or the intent of what you're trying to say true true i mean well hopefully like this podcast brings some artists together yeah hopefully hopefully yeah. Man. <laughs> in your opinion what separates you from like other artists 
That's a good question. In my opinion, like I, I tell everybody from like right off the bat, look, man, I check it out. I know I'm, I'm probably not the dopest MC. I'll tell everybody. I'm not ashamed of saying that. Like I got a lot of homies who are fucking spitters, straight spitters who are dope as fuck. And I got mad respect, mad love, and I try to learn from them at the same time. But I feel like with me, I'm more on like this activist type shit. Like I'm more on like my music has a real message behind it, like legit message behind it. I'm not saying nobody else doesn't, yeah. or anybody else doesn't, but... I feel like my shit just resonates more like on a spiritual level with people like everything I talk about people have uh, have been through it like you know their families have gone through it like they've had their uncle killed or their mom beat or whatever the case may be like when you're growing up just the shit you see like we've all grown up in a certain type of way but what I try to do is, is bring a positive spin to it mm. like show like look man we might have all gone through this shit but we can find a way to make it better for ourselves and for our family coming up after us for yeah. our young kids I mean I think like I mean I've heard some of your songs. I didn't go through all your songs, but I went I went through some of them. And like right now you have like the song that like as soon as you click on your link, so many days. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that song. Man, see that's a deep song for me because a family friend, he did I believe 16 years in jail. I think he was 16 when he went in, uh-huh. and uh, he just got out maybe 2015 I believe he got out of jail, and he was about in his 30s when he got out. And he tried to turn his life around. He was like, we went to God, like he became a Christian. So okay. he's trying to spread the gospel to like people in the kind of, kind of what I'm trying to do, but through the gospel, I'm doing it musically. He's doing it through the gospel. So, uh, but he was, he's from Wilmington and um, he just happened to be at a party in last month, I believe April 1st, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around there. And he got shot and they killed him. Damn. So his family is really close to my family. I grew up with them. So his mom is like a, a great family friend. Like mm-hmm. I, I got a lot of love for her. So shout out to Cello. Um, you know, I seen the pain that she was going through, and, and so we just decided like two days after he was murdered, me and uh, one of the singers I work with, Erica Sweets. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Erica. She said I better shout her out. Yeah, we're gonna talk <laughs> yeah, about it okay. too. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I just wrote the song real quick, like in a day or two, whatever it was, and I was like, yo, let's let's do it. Let's record it. Yeah. We recorded it, and it, they loved it, man. The whole family just was loving it. Like they were so appreciative. Like thank you for making the song. So it is viewing. I, was, I wasn't expecting to do the song. We just uh, kind of went to s- show support. Yeah. His brother came up to me. He's like, hey, can I talk to him? I'm like, yeah, what's up? He was like, hey, uh, we kind of want you and Erica to perform the song at the funeral. Would you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, of course. Definitely. I would love to do it. So that's how that came about. We performed the song for him. And, and the thing that hit me the hardest, man, was like when we were performing it, all of his nieces and nephews were right in front of us with, at his casket. Uh-huh. And they were just bawling their eyes out like crying and i'm just like trying to keep it together like, yeah man, that shit really hit me like mixed feelings because at, at one point you tr- you are trying to get this song done and trying to show it um out of respect for him but at the same time it's like it still hurts you yeah know? so it's like and just seeing his fam- family being touched and the little kids crying like it really it really touched me man. it really got it. and that's not the first funeral i've done we did another funeral before too and it was the same thing yeah same thing because like, I was gonna ask you like if you got to perform it live for them. Yeah, yeah, we did. Man, I mean, sorry for your loss. I'm sure like oh, he was yeah. a personal like. Yeah, like, uh, to be honest, I was more more friends with his younger brother, okay. who's incarcerated right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely. When he got out of jail, he, him and my uncle became best friends. So he would come around to family parties all the time. So we kind of made build a connection from there. Okay. But um, yeah, man, I just it's crazy. It, it sucks. <laughs> doing this did this help you like cope with like people that you've lost because i know you also lost your uncle sergio right yeah so like i'm sure like like this is a way for you to kind of like decompress like tell your like your feelings out in a positive way because 
You could be out trying to find their murderers yourself, but yeah, definitely. Well, see, with that situation with Uncle Sergio, he got he was killed by a cop. Oh, okay. So, and when he was killed, it was '93, so I was a little kid, six oh. years old or whatever, whatever I was. But um, uh, my mom was the first kid to have a kid. She was 16 when she had me. Okay. So she was a little kid, and my uncle was a little older than her. But she told me that when when I was a kid, he was real close to me. He would always take me out to the Rancho Park and park mm-hmm. with his friends and. So we grew that connection. So when he died, I remember little pieces here and there. Like when he got killed, we had a whole rally. Like we started at the Rancho Park. The whole community came out, like 200, 300 people. Oh, wow. And uh, we marched down with the Harbor Division. The cops right there protesting with signs and everything. And we actually had a meeting with the LAPD. Uh And I have footage of the whole meeting, which I plan on using. I finally got the footage. And I'm gonna use it for a music video that I'm doing. All right. And um, but in the in the in the uh, video, it shows all my family, my mom, my aunt, my grandma. I was in the in there, my little sisters, and you just see like the pain, like and they're just crying and, and trying to get the LAPD to like admit, like yo, you guys fucked up, you know? They shot him in the back, you know? He yeah. ran from them, oh, okay. but I feel like that shouldn't be a death sentence for anybody. Yeah. If you run from a cop, I mean, who knows what your reason was, but to shoot somebody in the back, I mean, that to me is just wrong. Like and, I feel like that's where shit needs to change. And you, the um, and what happened to the cop? Like they never, he never, well. They never arrested him, never convicted him, nothing, okay. nothing. But it just turns out, like, later on, my mom ran into a, another cop, like, way down the line. And he told her, like, yo, I know this ain't going to bring any, might not bring any, any um, what do you call it? Like, he's not going to bring your, your brother back. But just to let you know, that cop is now in jail for a cert, another incident. He's oh, locked up. wow. So, so you got so, caught at the end, right? Y- yeah. Well, well, what happened is, I don't know if you remember Reggie the Alligator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that cop and one of his friends dumped that alligator in the lake or some, some shit. Like, there was some weird story, yeah. What the fuck? So, I'm not sure if he got arrested for that incident or for something else, but he ended up going to jail. Oh, all so, right. he's locked up right now. Well, I mean, at least nobody else. I mean, he won't hurt anybody else, you know? Yeah, he had actually killed somebody before he killed my uncle. So, fuck. my uncle was the second person he killed. Like doing, like, the same excuse? Like, he ran same away? Same excuse. Oh, same wow. Same thing, so... Wow. Well, I mean, hopefully he's he's paying for what he's did. You know, yeah. like I mean, I don't, I don't like to say that, but I mean, if he is guilty, you know, I mean, right, right. I don't know the circumstances. I don't want to speak right. out of turn, like definitely. But like, if that's what he did, hopefully he's doing his time. Oh yeah, know? no, you're right. It's definitely like a you don't want to uh, accuse somebody of doing something that they didn't do. If they yeah. didn't do any wrong, you don't really want to accuse them. Yeah, of it. Yeah. And that's where my where I try to really be thoughtful about what I say. Yeah, yeah. But and I but I fucking hate that people take my shit out of context so much. Like, oh, you hate all cops? Like, no, yeah. I fucking don't hate all cops. I do not. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. all. If anything, like I respect people out here just trying to make an honest living. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like if you're a bad cop, then come on, man. The same way we get uh fucking prosecuted and convicted for murders. Why don't you get convicted yeah. for murders at the same time? Just, well, all I'm asking for is fairness and balance. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, if you got some fool out here who kills somebody, he goes to jail. Mm. But if you got a cop who wrongfully kills somebody, he's still not going to jail. Yeah. I understand it. And, you know, in the line of fire, there's going to be times where a cop has to use a weapon, yeah. rightfully so, many times. But at the same time, sometimes they don't do it rightfully so, but they never get convicted. And that's all I'm trying to say. Like, just bring some fairness, man. I don't hate cops at all. I want to make that clear. I do not hate cops <laughs> at all, man. Yeah. Like, because I'm real big. I'm a big fan of Kaepernick and, like, his whole movement. Uh-huh. And I understand that's, like, a whole nother. Yeah. Either you're with him or you fucking hate him. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I made a song called I'm With Cap. And, um, yeah, I got, a, I got a lot of good feedback and a lot of negative feedback. Like, even close friends. Like, we just arguing, like, yeah, you know, yeah. where we almost not be friends anymore just because of this. It's like, wow. man, come on. Like, 
I'm not trying to go against what I understand what you're saying, like yeah, okay, because yeah. the whole military thing. Mm-hmm. I respect the military all by all means. Like you're actually going out there and you're doing something that not a lot of people would do. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not even about the military at all. Like that's not what his point is at all, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. In my everybody has different opinions, but my opinion, I don't feel like that's what it is at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it's, it's hard, man. It's a hard walk to to balance to balance out. Yeah, I can only imagine that. Like that's why I don't take stands on this podcast. Like, right. Man, live your best life. Do exactly. what you have to do to li- make a living. If if you're in the mil- you support the military, that's good for you. I yeah, mean, yeah. my opinion is to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I whatever you. I feel is <laughs> yeah, my yeah. opinion. Yeah, it's called an opinion for a reason. Right. It's not a fact. Support cops. Don't support cops. Yeah. St- I mean, leave it to yourself. Don't come with that negative to me. Yeah. Like personally, like I I agree with you with the whole like the police stuff like. There's, there's good cops. Not all cops are bad. Of course. You know, like, it's just some of them, they, they're they not mentally in the right place sometimes. Like, right. I mean, they need to, like, do some psychological testing before right. you, you give them that badge. And, I mean, with all that responsibility, like, like I'm not going to lie. I've thought about being a police officer. Right. I think at some point, everybody has I, thought I, of I being, so, yeah. you know, but, like, I'm not good with confrontation. Like, you have to be good with confrontation. Right, right. And that knowing that everybody's always going to have a bad opinion about you. Like, no matter what, like, mm-hmm. they're here to protect us. And, like, we call them. And then we want their protection. But then we're all over here. Nah, fuck the cops. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, come on. Yeah, like, I feel that. what's up with that? Like, when that. you need them, you want them. But when you don't need them, not nah, fuck them. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you, can't have both, you can't have it both ways, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right about that. Completely right. Yeah. It's just like, even my sister, she was recently thinking about becoming a cop. And she was like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing it. Are you, you going to hate me? I'm like, man, come on. <laughs> like, I don't hate cops. Yeah. I'm to tell you. Like, you want to be a cop? Yeah. I, I support you by yeah. all means. You know, do what you got to do for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like people got to live in their own truth man and, and as long as your truth isn't impeding on anybody else's truth and yeah. there's no issue exactly that's what it's all about if you're not hate, hurting anybody then go, exactly. go go ahead you know exactly and right now we're in such a divisive yeah. time man it's fucking crazy yeah, it's yeah. like you either got to pick one side or the other like you can't be in between and it's like it's, it's fucking crazy because yeah yeah yeah, oh, <laughs> I, I'm kind of speechless right now. Like, fuck. Like, yeah, man. What can we true. do to save it's, the world, the human race? Oh, but that's what I'm learning now, man. Like, we can't. You can't save yeah. the world. You can only save yourself. Yeah. Like, if you think, change your own mindset, change your own thoughts, and and the way you think about yourself, then that in turn is gonna change somebody else, and you're gonna just. It's like instead of trying to change the world, just change yourself. Pretty much, make yourself a better person, True. and then teach that to somebody else. Let them make themselves a better person, and then from there, I feel like it can just be like a domino effect. Yeah, we can all just be better people. Yeah, I mean, and if you don't get anything from for this podcast, at least, like the one thing I do want you to get is that like you gotta hear everybody out. Everybody right. has their own story, their own opinion, <laughs> and hear them out. And you don't have to agree with them; it's their opinion. And if you don't agree with them, like. At least there's a, there's something else that um, <clears throat> at least there's something else here that you're listening to that it's not their opinion it's what the thing they do right and hopefully you guys are able to put that aside and able to like support that person right if exactly. it's not that big of an issue you know right. but I mean we're all here to help each other to love share love you know and I mean that's the message I want to get out there like help each other yeah. hear each other out have a conversation about your disagree the disagreements and don't fight about them exactly. You know? Just talk about them and see maybe your opinion might be changed. You exactly. never know. Yeah, you know? you're right about that. You know, yeah. I mean, even when I come to discussion with people, sometimes I realize like, you know what? I am wrong. You're right. And then my opinion changes. It's like, but if we're able to have this thoughtful discussion and actually sit down and have a real talk, 
we can either decide like yo either we're gonna agree to disagree my opinion is gonna change or your opinion is gonna change but as long as we can walk away from that with something you know yeah and i, had, I just had a big old fight the other day with one of my friends and she's oh man it, it was bad we're talking about kaepernick and she's okay. a big supporter of the military and i'm like i'm not saying i'm against the military yeah. at all and she started crying i'm like man like i'm not trying to make you cry <laughs> like you know so it, it just sucks man because i have a lot of talks like that with a lot of people yeah. and a lot of times my shit gets misconstrued mm. you know all my words they they take them like psh, they make me out to be somebody i'm not pretty much is kaepernick like he's like he's the whole movement is <laughs> is it for i thought it was for cops yeah but, that, it's about police brutality that's yeah, what it's mainly about but it's not the military yeah but what they're saying is because he's taking a uh, knee during the anthem oh, that he's disrespecting the military oh okay so but that's what that's all about that, that, those are i mean those are two different issues in my like he's his point is he wants to bring attention to the murders he's exactly. not nothing about like patriotism exactly know? exactly and there's so many false patriotism in this yeah. country right now that it's just sickening like you guys don't even know what you're like really what you really stand for you yeah. know but i mean i really shouldn't say that because everybody stands for their own whatever they stand for yeah yeah yeah. but at the same time it's like a lot of it's misguided and misinformed and even like maybe some of the things that i say or, or talk about may be a little in your opinion misinformed yeah, yeah. but man i read a lot of books I, I do a lot of research i like and, and at times, like I said, like my opinion does change. Sometimes I think one way and then I might read or see some something else that makes my opinion change. Yeah. I just try to always think freely, like think not in, not on no Kanye shit, but just on like some like just really keep an open mind about everything. Like whatever you see, whatever you encounter. And I feel like every person you meet, you can get something from them. Some Every person has knowledge that you don't have, you know, yeah. but people are so stuck on their own opinions and their own mind. They don't want to open up their their mind and their heart to something else. And yeah, that's I mean just educate yourself <laughs> exactly yeah, and that's yeah. another thing though like i said like i said earlier educate yourself has become so mainstream that no one yeah. really knows the meaning of it anymore well learn about the things that you're talking about first of all and learn about the things you don't know about that you have an opinion that you don't right. really know about and don't go off of what other people are telling exactly. you go and actually find out the real information yeah and then research on that information because sometimes that information is like covered up or like like not whitewashed but you know like it's not the real thing right you know? right yeah so make sure you yeah. do your research and then before giving out your opinion because your opinion might be like really you're giving it from the heart but it might be wrong right so right. just that that's i mean when i say like, i mean educate yourself that's what i mean that's All what I'm feel, going about yeah, it. yeah you're so no you're so right when you say educate yourself you're completely right like i agree but the thing on the average person who they just see it as a, just a phrase now, you know, yeah. it's, it's become to a point where it's not, it's not even, it doesn't resonate with people anymore yeah. because it's been turned into like this catchphrase. Mm. And even when you say support the troops, like what exactly does that really mean? You know, all this stuff has been turned into catchphrases where the point gets missed now. Yeah. And no one's really, no one really knows what they're saying. They're just saying it just to say it because it sounds cool because they saw it on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So all we're trying to say is like, man, just think deeply, think real, think, yeah. understand who you are, what you're talking about, and your why, why you have the opinion you have. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, go out there and study a little bit. Yeah, man. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not everything, not every meme you see is yeah, real, man. man you that's know? true. That's you know, true. like, because there's times where I see memes and, and I'm like, you know, let me look that up. So you actually, if you see a meme, go and actually research it. Don't just repost the shit without knowing what the fuck it really means. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times it's wrong. Yeah, don't be a sheep there. You exactly. Know? Don't be a you sheep. Know? Yeah. All right, well, you know what? Let's get into like a little happier note. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good idea. So, like, <laughs> tell me about um, Chloe's song. 
Oh man, that's my little baby girl right there. That's See, I my, knew that would get that would get <laughs> into a happier mood. Yeah, that's my little baby girl. Like that was the first my first niece, um, and me and her. That's my little goddaughter. So when she came, when she was born, in 2010, like I was going through a little tough time, and it just like man, her her just whole existence just changed my life right. like completely, man. And so when I made that song, I made a, I made two songs for it, but that one was the one that really stuck. And of course, I'll probably do more, but. Like I have three godkids, Chloe, Jaden, and Isaiah, and I love them all to the fullest. All uh, but Chloe was the first one, and she like to me that's just like my heart, my baby girl. Uh, she's the one that helped you get out of like yeah, that circumstance exactly. around, right? Yeah, that that mindset. You yeah, know? yeah, I was like, right. you know, life is so much more than just always being pissed off and mad all the time. Yeah, because there was a time where I was like in a bad place, like man, fuck this shit, <laughs> fuck the world, <laughs> fuck the government, fuck everybody. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And that's when I was starting to educate myself and really learn. And mm. now I'm like at a much better place. But she helped me with all that, man. Like she doesn't even know, but yeah. she's helped me just be more humble, more grounded, more happy. So tell me about the song, though. The song, um, well, I recorded it with this this little girl. She was only 14 years old. And mm. I reached out to her mom like, hey, I know your daughter sings. Would you want to do this song? She's like, yeah, OK, let's meet up. So we met up. I wrote the song, sang it to her and uh, she did the hook and then. We made the song they liked it so i asked them if they want to do a music video they were with it so we made a music video uh chloe was in it i have a music video on youtube chloe's yeah. song mike real um yeah so it, it was that was probably one of my favorite videos to do man it <laughs> was cool what did you um goddaughter this is your goddaughter right yeah, yeah all right what does she think about it oh man she loves it like she yeah. plays it non-stop <laughs> probably every view on there is her <laughs> yeah she loves it. she showed it to all her friends at school her teachers it's crazy man she loves it i mean how who could say they have a music video dedicated and a song dedicated just <laughs> yeah. specifically to them you know yeah man so she loves not, it yeah not everybody yeah all right well i mean you know what like we, we little hinted a little bit about it and i straight up told you that we we're gonna talk about it <laughs> So like, tell me how you're like all these collaborations because you collaborate with Erica Sweets a lot and Erica, I mean Erica, and with Ellie Smokes. So like, how right. do those co collaborations come? Like, like Erica, <clears throat> she's more of your like, uh, she does more of the like vocals, like the singing, right? Right. So how did you guys like come together? She's a family friend. I've known her since I was a little kid, but I never knew she could sing until maybe like 2015. They finally started telling me. my cousins like, "Hey, Erica could sing. Why don't you try to get her on a song?" Uh -huh. I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, whatever." We're like whatever. I didn't think anything of it. And then finally, she sent me a song. Like, oh, it's, it, well, my aunt, my mom's twin, uh -huh. is married to her uncle. Uh, so that's how we well, that's how we grown up with each okay. other. Okay, all right. So uh, yeah, so finally I was like, "All right, fine, I'll give her a try." So I heard her <laughs> sing, and she was dope. I was like, "Oh shit, okay." So that's when I really started taking writing for singers serious. So I was like, okay, let me try to write some songs for her. I could do it, but at the time I was like still learning. Yeah, yeah. So I started writing shit for her and we went from there. Like we started collabing and people were feeling it. So we're like, oh shit, we could actually probably do something with yeah. this. So we started doing shows together, started doing all kinds of songs together, like just different shit. So that's where me and her came about. And then what about with Ellie Smokes? Because like, like, the pictures I was seeing with you and him. That shit was crazy. Like, that was be before, like, he had hair on his head. Not, like, he was kind of shaving, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 Like, he looked like a young buck. Like, yeah. really young. <laughs> yeah, I actually met him on one of my music video shoots. I was filming at the coast. I knew of him, but I didn't know him. Uh-huh. And um, I, had, I was right there, right on the coast, and I had two cars out front. I had a lot of people right there, and I'm in the front. So when we stop, I just see some dude running across the street. Uh -huh. He's like, yo, you're Mike Real, right? I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I'm Illy Smokes. Like, oh, shit, what's up, man? Oh, like, hey, why don't you come hop in this music video? He was like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. So he had a little cameo in that video. And uh -huh. then from there, 
we linked up and we're like yo let's work he was like yeah i'm with it yeah so he's a great guy man man he is he's an amazing person <laughs> he's funny as fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, man he definitely brings like that comedic relief to my life because i'm yeah. more of like i mean i, I have serious. a sense of humor but i'm a little more serious yeah, you know yeah. but him he's just fucking he's always goofing around <laughs> talking shit <laughs> and, and he's someone that he'll give me his honest opinion like i'll do something you always think about this mike that just sucks <laughs> I'm like shut the fuck up Eddie. but he yeah he brings that like comedic relief to just anyone he comes across man he's a good dude yeah yeah like he, he um he has some shirts available like for sale and i like we kind of brought out art like i have shirts myself okay he's like hey yo you want a shirt I'm like, yeah, I'm down. And that's how I'm like, when I released mine, I was like, how about we do a swap? Like, you give me a shirt, dope, shirt dope. for shirt. It's like, yeah, but I got something like in mind for you. Oh, like something, something a little different for you. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know, but it's going to be dope. I'm like, all right, <laughs> fuck it. I'm down with whatever you got. So I'm still waiting on that shirt, Ily, if you're fucking listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope, man. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's a real good dude. So like what I mean, you and um Erica, you you guys have good chemistry. Like, what well, what do you think that has to do? Like, why do you think that is? You know what? That's funny that you bring that up because, yeah, me and Erica, we have great chemistry, but behind the scenes, we always talking shit to each other. Like, there's times where we hate each other. It's like a real love hate relationship. Uh-huh. But yeah, man, we got like great chemistry together. It just it just happened naturally. Like as yeah. soon as I worked it, I was like, oh shit. We got something here. You think it's because you guys have been, like, knowing each other for so long? Yeah, that's possibly part of it. Yeah, for sure. But, like, even when we do our shows, like, it just, man, it, it, people love it. Like, you know, I, I did shows without her before, and it was it was good. But once I brought her along, uh-huh. it just, like, man, it elevated it, and people yeah. really started fucking with us. And now they think we're a group. I'm like, no, nah, we're not a group, <laughs> but we are We are associated yeah. with each other heavily. <laughs> I honestly, I thought you guys were together. Oh, <laughs> man, man, you know, everybody thinks that. Everybody thinks we're together. Like, yeah, I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> so a lot of times on Snapchat, we'll fuck around. Like, just for the record, we ain't together. Like, oh, shit, speaking of her, she's calling me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but it's crazy. Um, I love I love Erica. I'm always love her. Like we had a little falling out for a little while, uh-huh. me and her, and we stopped talking for a, for a couple months. But now we're back on track, and like we make, we have more music coming out. And I'm trying to get her to do some solo stuff for herself. So yeah, we're doing some stuff. I I saw that. Um, you're kind of I don't know if uh this was the old post, but you're kind of advertising something that she's putting out soon, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I always advertise her stuff all the time. But um, she has this well, project that she's been working on. All right, all right. So, hopefully, but, yeah, hopefully it'll come across. Cause yeah. man, we've been working on it for a long time. We just <laughs> shit happens, man. She's busy, or I'm doing something, and we it's hard to just bring it all together sometimes. But. So like, are you also producing her her um, album? Or no, her EP? no, I'm not producing anything. No, no. I, all I do is write for her. Okay, I got other people that to do that. Uh, that I actually know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> do like. You write on the songs that you're in, or do you write for other artists also? I write for other artists as well. Okay. I, yeah, I don't have to be in the song. Even with her stuff, I wrote a lot of just solo stuff for her. Okay. But yeah, definitely. Like, I, I don't always have to be on the song. So, I mean, I don't know if how this is going to sound, but <laughs> this is on you, not me. But, like, who has been your person, like, your favorite person to collaborate with? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, I'm going to take the safe answer, and I'm going to say Erica. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, you uh, that, Illy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? Yeah, on one of my mixtapes, they were competing to see who had more features, so uh-huh. he's gonna be mad about that. <laughs> but nah, man, Illy Smokes has definitely took my lyricism to another level, too. Like his flow, I learned a lot from him, a lot. Because when I first started, I was like, my flow is a little different. And I started learning from him on how he 
does his shit, his cadences and everything. But every, I feel like every artist that I collab with, and I've collabed with a lot of artists, like they all teach me something different, teach me something new. And there's times where I'm in the booth with these dudes, and, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little, I get a little, uh, not insecure, but like nervous in a way. I'm like, oh shit, like these fools are coming with it, so I gotta come with it too. Yeah. So they make me elevate my game, even when I don't, when I don't think I can. Like they like, yo, just do your thing. Yeah, hey, I do mean, your thing. I I feel you on that. Like <clears throat> when I, I some guests, I've got nervous. I got to like moment of shakes. Like my, I yeah. get my hands all shaky. Like, but what helps me is just I just think about who the fuck I am. Nah, I'm just that's playing. so fucking nah, true. Playing. No, I'm, you just do. Playing, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, man, you gotta have that confidence within yourself, man. You do. You gotta really, yo, man. Remember who the fuck you are. Yeah, like you yeah. are who you are for a fucking reason. I mean, I just I mean, my thing is like I'm just gonna do what I I can do, like what I'm capable of doing, and then that's all I can do. There's no exactly. nothing more. I'm just gonna give my, my like my whole my, my whole what's it called? fuck. I don't know why I'm spacing out in so many words. Just do your best. Pretty there much, man. Look, a- man, I'm reading this book right now, and I've been a proponent that shit heavily on all my social media, everything. Uh-huh. It's called The Four Agreements. Okay. And what it states is, like, the four agreements are just be impeccable with your word, be without sin, uh, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. Yeah. And if you could bring all those things together, like, your life would just be simplified in, like, mm. a spiritual way. Like, that shit is it's an amazing book, man. Yeah. I've been so, promoting the hell out of it. Have you, like, are you into, like, The Secret? <laughs> I, I read The Secret. Yeah. I've seen the documentary. And it, it, I like it. Yeah, yeah. it's dope. That's kind of changed my perspective on things. But I feel like it's a little more dramatized in, okay. in a way. But I but I do like it. I, I would definitely recommend people to read that as well. So, like, when did you become this, like, spiritual person? Because, like, I mean, I'm sure that, ha- like, there's a specific thing that changed your whole life and turned it, made you want to turn it around and be more positive. Like, right. are well, you open to talk about it? Because you don't have oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Um well, I grew up uh, as a Christian with my family, All but right. as I got older, I started seeing like, you know what, I, I respect the Christian faith, I really do, but I feel like it's not really for me, only because this kind of, you get put in a box a little bit, you can't do certain things, or you can't speak on certain things, and, and some of the stuff, like I said, I respect all Christians, much love to them, I even, I go to church still, but I can't consider myself a true Christian for many reasons, but I feel like... I, the more the more books I read, the more the more things I learn, the more things I see, like my connection with God has just been like so. It's been crazy on another level, man. It's mm. been it's been amazing. It's been a crazy feeling. Like just you just start to see like everything you do, everything you go through, everything you see, it all connects somehow. And if you put those dots together, that shit makes you more spiritual to me. So did you ever consider being a um, Christian rapper? You knew <laughs> yeah. I was about to ask <laughs> you, you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did, oh, did? for a little while. Yeah. Okay. What uh, was your name? The same the thing? Same thing, oh, yeah, okay. same thing. I didn't change my name, but yeah, uh, I did because I have an uncle. He's a pastor. Okay. And he's always trying to tell me, like, yo, man, you can do some great things if you just come and become a real Christian rapper. Like, you, you can do it. And I thought about it, like, you know, maybe he's right. Maybe I should. And I wrote a song and I performed at the church, but I can't. I can't do it, man. I'm not. If I was to do it, I wouldn't be staying true to myself. Like, is it because you'd be constricted to certain topics For sure. and you wouldn't be actually expressing For yourself? Sure. Yep, that's definitely yeah. it. And also, there's not. I don't agree with everything 100% that the church speaks yeah. on. You know? I mean, I, I, I could tell you myself, I was Christian too. Like, I, I went in because of my mom. And it, I mean, and it helped my mom a lot. She was right. going through like some real, like, she had some ovarian cysts or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. And like, she felt one day she went to church. Like, she kept going it, but one day she felt like she said, this is our her words, not mine. And you're, like I said, your opinion, keep it to yourself. This is right, my mom. Right. This is what my mom felt. Right. So I'm just going to say what she told me. She felt like a warmthness where like her ovaries were. And like 
like she like she had pain and one day she just felt like warmness like to like some a hand going there wow and then that's it and then she went to the doctor she like they told her like they only give her two weeks for wow. her like to try to do her best to like like get rid of them if not that they're gonna have to have surgery she goes back nothing no cyst whatsoever that's crazy so i mean it, if it helps you i mean if it's religion's your thing mm -hmm. i'm respected it helped for my mom i was really into the religion myself like there was a there's a church in front of uh the duck park where the alligator was oh, okay yeah so there's yeah. a church right there that's the one i we used to go to okay and i helped i literally helped build that church oh, so okay. i put up the grass i put up walls nice. i separate i helped like build the rooms to put up carpet painted did the whole thing but what the thing that changed my life was well i was about to shoot this guy and um my mom was the one that took away the gun and all that stuff oh, and what to call and so my mom was like well you need to go to church with me hopefully it helps and it helped i had like a mentor and he helped me a lot he himself was into the gangs and all that right. good stuff and then but what, what made me change my whole perspective about religion was he left so i was stuck i feel like by myself and i was going through some abandonment issues too because my dad left he walked mm. away and then my other father figure he left so this the like other figure that was like a big part of the church one day he comes up to me and he's like is that how you go to parties and I thought it was a relig like a legitimate question. I was like, I mean, yeah, sometimes, you know, like, I go with the, like, I had a button-up, like, a, a, a short sleeve button-up with some shorts on, some, like, some Levi shorts. Right. I thought it was a legit question. Like, yeah, I mean, it gets hot in there. Like, I'd rather wear shorts. <laughs> it's like, well, this is God's party, and he wouldn't approve of what you're wearing. Wow. I was like, whoa. Wow. So, <laughs> so you're telling me, like, I, I helped build this church. Yeah. I'm one of the, like, the youth. Like, I was one of, like, the biggest members there. Right, you're telling right. me, like, nah, he didn't see none of that. He's seeing what you're wearing. Like, exactly. since when is, like, God worried about, like, fashion? You know, like, I don't <laughs> see, like, what he was wearing was less than, I mean, right. this fashion line wasn't what I'm wearing. I right. think I'm better, like, my fashion is better than when he had a robe and, like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you know yeah but like that's what made me like leave the church and i agree with you like i do my own thing and like i told i think bernice like god is wherever you're at right yeah so yeah, i agree with that if you're like living like a life that you feel it's worthy of him and then you you talk to him and you you do what you think it's right by him then then you're good like that's my opinion i might be completely right but Religion itself, it's an iffy topic too. Yeah, like, is it real? Is it not real? For just sure. the safest thing is just be honest. Don't lie. Don't hurt anybody else. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think that'll hurt your chances of getting into heaven if there's a heaven. Yeah. You know, but yeah. just be, 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 be good and be a good person yeah, too. Yeah, and I feel like even the concept of heaven, like my perspective has changed so much on it. Like, maybe there's not a f actual physical heaven. Who knows? You yeah. Know? But there is, to me, there is some type of heaven, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just feel like whatever helps you become a better person, go for it. If you want to be a Christian, Catholic, Muslim, whatever you want to be, atheist, whatever. But I, at the same time, I do feel like you should believe in something. So for an atheist, I'm kind of like eh, on the fence. But if you want to do that, fine, by all means. But yeah. I just feel like you should have some type of connection with God, some type of spiritual connection with yeah. with them. And that'll really help you with your life. Dang, we really like <laughs> like I, I told a couple of my guests like a religion like that's a topic I could talk for hours. Okay, but you okay. know, for purposes of this yeah, podcast, yeah. <laughs> why don't we just cut it? You mentioned Kaepernick and he goes for I mean he was a San Francisco 
it was a niner right. you're a rap fan like yeah yeah that's yeah that's so <laughs> funny because at the time but when he was playing like i hate him like man fuck this fool kaepernick whatever but i feel like certain issues it goes beyond sports it transcends it like it, it's an issue is is bigger than than sports uh-huh. you know like i'm a sports fan a huge sports fan but at the same time, I know that it's just a game, you know? Like, I can be out with my friends, and I can be a big-ass fan talking shit. Like, yo, I'm the Rams, fuck the Cowboys, or fuck whoever. <laughs> but at the same time, I know how deep it, it it's not really that deep. All right. So an issue like that, even even LeBron James, like, all the stuff he's been doing lately, I, I hated him for a long time because I'm a Laker fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now even him, I'm like, you know what? Whatever he does on the court, hey, you know, but I, I respect what he's doing off the court. True. You know, so that, True. to me, transcends sports. Like, it just, it's bigger than sports. It, isn't it sad how like some like athletes they do more for their city than the actual city them like itself? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's true. Fucking that's sad. fucking true. You're right. You like, know? didn't doesn't didn't he build like a school? Yeah, he's been building like, like schools and doing a lot of community work and just donating money to different causes. That's even what Kaepernick is doing. Yeah. Like he's actually they're actually putting their money where their mouth is. They're not just talking about it. They're actually doing some shit. Yeah, but yeah. they don't talk about that in the media. They don't talk about the stuff that they're actually doing. They only talk about the narrative. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Well, hopefully, like the listeners. They like they it helps their perspective of looking at some of these athletes and actually yeah. like look look beyond the sport and actually like support them as like individuals. Not you don't have to right. support them as players, but right. like as human beings, you know. Definitely. Yeah. So how did you get into the Rams? Like, but how long have you been doing that fanship for Rams? Because they were listed to be in. Oh well, actually they were LA, so I kind of see how you got into them. Yeah, but when I got into them, they were St. Louis. Okay. So the reason why now kind of. Feel ashamed saying this, but it's the truth. Uh, I got into it because I was I don't I wasn't really a big sports fan until about I was like maybe thirteen. I started becoming a fan, and it was the Rams and the Titans in the Super Bowl that year. So honestly, if the Titans would have won, would have stretched out and got that touchdown, I would have probably been a Titans fan. You know, but they lost, <laughs> uh, <okay>. so <laughs> that's so, how I became a Rams fan. Really. So they just got you at a good day. Exactly. Good yeah, yeah, okay. man. I was just watching the Super Bowl for the first time. That was yeah. my first time watching it, and I was like, well, whoever wins, I'm gonna be a fan. And the Rams won. I think that's like like I'm not a football person by any means, but like the team, like the person I supported was um Pan Manning Pan. Oh, Pan Manning. There yeah, we yeah. go. And like he was at the with the Colts, so whenever I play Madden or something, I would uh, always the Colts. Right. And then for the most part, they always happen to be have a good team, so mm-hmm. like I never really like it wasn't like a, su- a sucky team, but. Right. I get you and that part. Like they got you in a good day. Exactly. I think I saw the Super Bowl the that one they won, <clears throat> so. I got you, man. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. So you performing? You've been doing this for a while, you know. So I imagine you've done a lot, lot, lot. Uh, so I'm imagining you've done a lot of live events. A lot. Yeah. So, definitely. I mean, I'm not gonna go through them. I know you just did the Harbor Wellness, and that's where you performed with Erica, right? Right. But like, which one has been your, out of all the ones that you've done? Which one has been your favorite? Like, for it, it could be for specific reason or like just you just like the crowd like i don't know i think the most energy i felt performing was a a show me and erica did at soul venue okay opening up for eric ballinger all right the energy was just amazing in that show of course most people were there for ballinger of course but i mean when we were on like they were feeling our shit they were rocking with us and there was a big ass crowd so that's probably like one of my favorite we had all our family all our friends a lot of random people like just fans or whatever for for eric ballinger whatever the case Uh And it was just an amazing energy in the room. Like, that's probably one of my favorite yeah. ones for sure. I mean, like, so if you could perform anywhere, anywhere, 
Like, where would you like? What's your dream venue? My dream venue, huh. what on the west coast, it's either gonna be the Forum or Staples Center, and on the east coast, the Garden. That's those are my two venues I would love to perform. Yeah, and then like now, now let's talk about collaborations. Not don't say Erica. We already <laughs> okay. talked about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we already said. We already heard Ellie smokes. <laughs> you feelings got your right shine, now. Erica. Yeah, we already heard Ellie smokes feelings right now. So like, let's talk about <laughs> dream collaboration. Like, who would it be? It could be. How about you give me a, a living and one dead? Oh man, I mean, I'm probably going out on a limb and like some fantasy world, but of course, Pac. Like that's oh, okay. just definitely like. That I would love, not even to collaborate with him, just to sit with him and talk to him and like break down his mind, like see what the fuck, like this fool was ahead of his time. Yeah, definitely. But living, um, I guess I'm more, more on a local level. I mean, I wouldn't mind working with um, King Lo G. Okay. You know, I, I did a show with him one time and I did a song with one of his friends, but I never worked with him. But I wouldn't mind doing a song with him just because he's actually representing the culture as well, pushing uh -huh. Mexican rappers forward, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's someone I wouldn't mind working with um, on a more mainstream level. I mean, obviously Kendrick or Cole, but psh, I don't know how that would go. <laughs> hey, you never know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I mean, if you have some real shit to say, I'm sure yeah. they'll, they'll hear it and they'll put you on the track. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you never know. You might end up writing for one of them. Yeah, I wouldn't mind writing for anybody. That would definitely be for sure. Like, I, I love writing. Do you remember, like, your first performance? Like, where was, like, the first time you performed? The first time I performed was at a talent show at Toberman. I was probably, like, 11, where? 10 years old. Uh, Toberman? Settlement House? Right here on, um... I don't know. What's where I, on first I just, I just moved to San Pedro. Oh, okay, so okay, okay. Know. Okay, yeah. It was more... It was kind of like the Boys and Girls Club back then. Oh, okay. It still is, but it's not as as um pop popular yeah, yeah. as popping exactly <laughs> yeah back then it was popping we were kids so we they had talent shows and we'd always perform and i'm i performed um puff daddy no way out <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry i'm uh, missing you i'll be missing you oh okay and um did you also sing no no my cousin sang oh, okay. <laughs> so that, that was cool that was one of the first performances i did as a kid and how how did it go well, we won first place. <laughs> oh, what? But yeah. yeah like, because of cuteness or because actually like good Probably because of cuteness. Oh, okay. <laughs> were you guys the, like the youngest ones there? Uh, we were one of the youngest oh, ones, yeah. okay. I mean, yeah. you still had to beat somebody, so yeah. I'm going to say talent. <laughs> yeah. So like, like let, let me hear your rituals. Like, do you have a ritual before like performing? You know what? This is going to sound really bad, but I don't really have a ritual. I just try to like uh, calm myself. But the way I do that is I'll take a shot. Take oh, a shot okay. of whatever, whatever yeah, Patron yeah. or whatever I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I'll drink one beer and that's it. I deliver myself because I did one show one time where I got fucked up before and I'm just slurring my entire word through the whole set. So, but I try to, that, that like kind of calms my nerves a little bit. Just take a shot in a beer. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that at all, man. <laughs> I'm not the type of person like, uh, Drinking or smoking would just make me forget what I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or make me say something brand new. Like yeah. something that I've never said in my life. Like, yeah, this is the perfect place. Like people came to see me. Like of course they wanna know what's in my mind. Yeah, real shit. Sometimes I'm like, yo, I gotta be careful what I say. I gotta be mindful of what I say, cause like I said, a lot of things I do say, especially when I'm drunk, right. it gets misconstrued <laughs> and misinterpreted. Right. So if you weren't rapping, like what would you be doing? Like, um, that's a good question, man. Not what would you be doing, but what's a, something else that you would like want to go? It's another avenue that you would want to go to. Well, if I could do it again, if I could, if I look back and actually do it again, I would have definitely went to school. Like, not necessarily. I know, I know, there's a lot of um, 
I just I just feel like getting a degree would would be one of my goals. I mean, it might still be. Who knows? Maybe I'll go back just to get the degree. But that's something that I definitely would would love to have gotten. And what? Uh, probably communications. All right. You know, some, so something that's what you're doing road. now. Somewhat, somewhat. But I I just would like to. Because I educate myself, but at the same time, I would like to have that structured education just to see the difference and, and see how it would make an impact on my life as well. So I would definitely probably have one to school. So like, you, you want to be like inspirational speaker? Uh, I wouldn't mind. You know, that that's something that I, I think about doing sometimes. Maybe later on in life, I'll become a motivational speaker. For I'm sure, sure you could still do that now. Like, well, yeah. why do you think that you have to wait? Why won't you do that now? Yeah, you're right. I feel like I'm just grooming myself right now, you know, because... Okay. Um, a lot of times my speech isn't all that great or the things i say i just want to make sure that i'm on point if i'm gonna do it yeah like you're i mean the way you talk to me the way you're speaking right now it's clear as fuck so and okay. you haven't no, cursed that's good that's good so i mean that's always a plus <laughs> yeah 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 you know? i'm trying to limit my cursing too because i do yeah. curse a lot but yeah, i'm yeah. trying to limit it man so now let's talk about genre so if you weren't rapping like would there be another genre that you you're into that you'd probably like feel like you know i could probably do it um Maybe behind the scenes, R and B. Okay. Writing. Oh, writing for R and B. So you, sure. you still don't don't want to sing? Hell like, no. Is it cause you have <laughs> I can't. All... It's because I can't. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can't. I can't either. I still try. <laughs> I can't sing. Yeah, I'll try. I'll, I'll do songs, but I can't sing. No. Shit. Like even when I'm um, writing songs for artists and I have to sing it to them, I'm like, yo, y'all gotta get out the room. We gonna sing real quick, then you come back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I just I can't sing. Has anybody ever like recorded? Like, yeah, we're leaving, and they recorded. So when you're like you're in the booth, like this is how you want it to be, and then. Nah, no. I don't think so. Nah. Oh, that'd be pretty dope. Like, yeah. put the bloopers or something. Yeah, that, actually, you're right. Maybe we should do that. Maybe but... you should fake it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, is there, like, a genre that, like, for some reason you just can't get into? Um, <laughs> Country. Yeah? I just can't. Like, my sisters are big country fans, and no. so they'll play it in the car. And I'm just like, nah, I can't. I can't do it. Like, nah. nah. What is it about country? Probably because I can't relate to it, maybe. You know, mm. I just can't. Like, it's cool. I, I mean, I can listen to it. I don't hate it, but I just can't get into it. I mean, you can't get into wearing short shorts and <laughs> riding a pickup truck. <laughs> I mean, possibly, but I can't. A beer? I can't, I can't relate getting on a tractor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you can't, uh, you can't relate on the farm life. You know, exactly. Like, yeah, like exactly. Jumping I, in the back hole or something. <laughs> no? I just can't. I can't. Man. Alright, well, let's go a little bit back. You're like to the dream venue, like no, not to the dream venue, like you performing. So, has there ever been like a show where like everything went wrong? Um, yeah, the one where I was slurring all my words for sure. Yeah, everything went wrong. So, what happened? Like, like it, the drinking, but like, how did the audience take? Like, they, they oh, thought they were it was pissed. part of the show. No, they were oh. pissed. They were mad. We were at the observatory, and I was on this one of the small stages. It wasn't like a big stage, uh-huh. but so literally, the people were right in front of me. And I'm and I literally have beers with me on stage, so I'm drinking, uh-huh. throwing the cans right there. And this girl's like, "Yo, you fucking suck! What uh-huh. the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so was it a person that like actually heard your stuff? Or no, just a random, random person oh. at the observatory. She just happened to be there, and I'm like, "Damn!" Like, you know, she's fucking right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now you know. Yeah, just take a shot and that's cool. Yeah, I'll take a shot and a beer and that's it. That's my limit. And that's one thing I feel like you learn from every experience, whether it's good or bad. You know, people get so hung up on their failures that they don't keep pushing. Yeah. You know, they let it beat them. It's like, nah, man, every failure you have, you got to get up again. True. Keep going. Because I have a lot of people who talk about me, man. Yeah. They talk bad. Well, let's me. talk about that. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it is what it is, man. Like, But I, I, I feel like the, the majority of people who do talk about me are the ones who don't know me. Like, um. Just sit down and have a conversation with me, man. Maybe we can see we have actually similar mindsets. Who knows? But 
there's a lot of people who don't like me just because of preconceived notions or how they think I am or what they think I'm about or what they've heard about me or females or whatever the case may be, man. Yeah. And, and, and it sucks because I'm like, yo, I'm out here trying to make a make some type of difference and people are just not understanding what I'm doing. So, I mean, right now you're giving advice. So why don't you give advice to those people that like are pretty much where you used to be, maybe mindset wise or like on the industry on the music industry where they they hope to be like some kind of artist but are too like scared of being going into like writing or i mean the hip-hop world whatever yeah man all i'm gonna say is i was the shyest kid growing up the shyest fucking kid and there's still people to this day who are like yo man how are you a rapper like really what the hell you used to be like this shy kid who would never talk i never talked in class i never spoke nothing i just was shy mm-hmm. So if you want to do it, just do it, man. You're going to have people criticize you and talk shit about you. Maybe sometimes they're, they're right. You know, like my first songs are trash. But at the same time, it's like you learn from that. Like, okay, well, they're saying this. So let me try to change that. Mm-hmm. And even through all the hate you get, if you really want to do it, listen to it. Don't disregard. Don't say, oh, they're just hating on me. No, sometimes they are, but sometimes they're not. Mm-hmm. Take all that criticism, even if it's not constructive, make it constructive. You know, put it into yourself and realize like, yo, if I'm really going to do this, then I got to learn from this shit. You know, and sometimes people are just naturally, they got that talent and they could do it right away. So if that's you too, just do it, man. If you feel like you really want to do it, just do it. That's all it takes. All right. Well, I mean, if there's anybody out there that wants to get into the, like, maybe it doesn't even have to be hip hop, just anything yeah, at all. For just sure. Go ahead and go and do it. Anything, no matter what yeah. it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy, man. Because people, I know, I know it's people who, who, who do think that. Uh, I suck and I'm this and I'm that they talk about me to this day but I mean that's everybody you know it's like I don't feel that way I know like my message has has a strong background background to it and has like a real I'm doing it from my heart you know everything I talk about everything I do is all from my heart so whether or not you understand it that's on you pretty much so like let me ask you do you ever like set I mean I know earlier we, we talked about like I might like I remember who the fuck I am, but like in the serious, like seriously, like have you ever gone through that point of like, like man, like I'm just not that good. Like, were you second guess yep. yourself all the time? And I how have, do you get yourself out of there? Man, it's tough because the reason why I stopped is because I started second guessing myself. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't do this, man. I'm done. Like, I'm gonna just do something else. But then you just come back around. And you're like, you know what? Nah, fuck that. Like, I can do this shit. I can and I am gonna do it. And uh-huh. I'm gonna show people. And the more people were talking, the more I was like, I'm keep doing this shit. Keep doing it until you find a breakthrough. And yeah. I finally did, man. I finally broke through. In my first music video that I made, it brought a lot of controversy, but it also put me on the scene. Like, what was that music video? Uh, it's a song that I have called In a Cell. And it's on YouTube. It's oh, my first okay. one. Yeah, I saw the, the post, but I didn't see the video. Yeah, so what it is, is um, what I was trying to do is bring PJ and Wilmington together for, this, for the music video. And I did, but at the same time, the way it was edited and put together, it made it look kind of bad, like... I, I filmed at Rancho Park and I filmed at Woolhaw Park. Okay. So both, both, uh, and I had my family from Pedro and my family from Wilmington together at Friends. But the way it got taken by some people, a lot of, most people were like, yo, mad, mad respect, homie, you did your shit. Like, that's uh-huh. what's up. But then I had a lot of other people who were like, nah, man, you can't be doing that. <laughs> Why? Because there was people throwing up gang signs in the oh. video and that should have been left out, but uh-huh. it got put in there. Oh. And stuff like that, you know, uh-huh. just stuff like gang shit. So, you know <laughs> all right i see yeah, i see yeah. what's going on so in a way at first i was like what the fuck are they mad about but then as i started thinking about it i'm like you know they got every right to be mad because although i'm trying to bring peace and unity i understand how deep this shit goes man and there's like times where i mean somebody's brother might have been killed by a different gang or whatever the case like 
I can't really blame you for having that hatred in your heart. You know, if that's yeah. how you feel, that's how you feel. Like, yeah. but at the same time, it's like you got to get past that hate, man, and realize there's a bigger picture. Man. Yeah. There's so much instead of carrying that hate around with you, you got to turn that shit into a positive. Yeah, well, I mean, and if you're looking for like a constructive thing to do to get you out of that stuff, just listen to this podcast. I'll get you through it. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah. I'll get you through it. Okay, yeah, yeah. It'll get you through Come it. Come on, man. I'm, I'm, I know, right? Helping your music out. Help out the podcast real quick. <laughs> Got you, man. Definitely. All right. Well, you know what? I think that's going to be it. Like, we've been already right for a little bit. But before I end every episode, I like to ask my guests, like, not every, like, just recently I've been doing this. Okay. Like, what's something, um, positive thing and a negative thing that happened to you this week? Oh, that's a good question. Um, this week. Well, I guess I guess it can be kind of the same. Like the negative was uh, dealing with the the pain of the funeral, you know. But the positive was seeing everybody come together and as a family. Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest thing from this last week. Mm-hmm. I could say. And like before I even end this, like did I cover everything that you came here to do? Was there something that I missed that you want people to know? I feel like we came around to everything, you know. Okay. It, it, eventually, we got we, we hit a lot of topics, so that right. was good. So that's that's what I do. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm not good at it, but that's what I. Do. Somehow, no, he's fucking great at it. That's somehow I end up doing it. Right. <laughs> that's that's my that's my signature. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, why don't you let people know where they can find you? All your social medias, your YouTube's. If you're gonna be doing the show this week. Uh. Well, you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat. And Twitter at M-I-C underscore A-V-I-L-A-8-7. And you can find me on YouTube, Mike Real. Uh, and Facebook, Michael Avila, A-V-I-L-A. And uh, I don't have any shows coming up this month, but I am working on, on a project right now. Okay. So that project will be dropping real soon. All right. So make sure you um you, you subscribe to his YouTube channel and you um, add him on Instagram and Facebook so you can know what he's i mean what he's up to yeah man follow me all right so you know what but before we end the show you guys already know i like to play a game called sevens so for any new listener sevens is a word association game where i give my i give him a clue he has to guess what i'm seeing but he has to pick a category first so at the end of the year i'm gonna give my guests with high score i'm gonna give him something so far i'm thinking of if i had of myself giving you the thumbs up Basically, like, you could take it two ways to th- make you think, like, man, I was there. Or to think about, like, man, I should have been in that show. Either way, <laughs> well, I don't really care. Put it wherever you want. The bathroom, the toilet. <laughs> it's your gift from the podcast to you. All right. So the score you got to beat is 32, set by Marty Moose of thir- um, 21 Miles of Scenic Beauty. And then this auction art. So you got to beat 32. The categories are general, movies, TV show, celebrities, music, sports, Broadway, food, 70s the 80s the 90s the 2000s and the corresponding music stand-up superhero movie action movie comedy movie rom-com movie award winners football basketball baseball and hockey all right so like i said go for something that you feel may be good because if i'm not good at the category you're not gonna get that price okay i know you might not want my face but at least let's pretend you do (laughs) and try your best okay so you gotta be like i said said 32 right 32. 32 And go for something I like that I mean that I'm you think I'm gonna be good at. And if you I mean hopefully you, you heard Illy Smokes all the way through, but if you didn't, I gave a clue on this episode, so go back and, and see where you fucked up, I guess. Okay. Alright. Oh, you can pick um, a category. Basketball. Ah, uh, see? He doesn't want the prize, guys. <laughs> 
All right, so it's gonna be seven seconds, seven questions. So each question you have seven seconds to answer it. So each each second is a point. So the quicker you answer, the the more points you'll get. Okay. All right. Two, one. Um, they were rivals to the um to the Lakers for the longest time. Celtics. They're, no, they're, it's uh like cars have them. Oh, never mind. Oh, Pistons. Um, when you when you grab the ball and you like walk too much with it. Um, uh, traveling. Um, like. After the time, you go overtime. Um, it's a PG. Uh, the position. Point guard. Um, it's uh, it, the the symbol is a P. It's yellow and blue. Uh, yellow and blue P. Shit. What? It's a, a two point nine behind it. It's three the, pointer. When you shoot the ball and it goes completely other way. Air ball. The, all right. So. I mean, I, I think my clues weren't the best, but they didn't suck good. all that much. <laughs> they were good. So you got 19. Okay. All right. So I'm going to pick for you because I, I, want, I want you to get a better score than that. that that's actually a good score. Okay. Like the lowest score has been zero set by me. <laughs> okay. So we're going to we're gonna get through this. All right. All right this, so this is the score you'll keep if. All right. He liberated the some slaves. Uh, big hat. He got shot Abraham in the back Lincoln. of the head. Yeah. The opposite of South. North. What I'm doing with you right now? I'm doing talking. A, no a podcast. No, it's what I'm doing. Like, what's this? Uh, game. No, what's this? <laughs> oh, Come shit, on. Shit. Okay, not Instagram, not Twitter, the, Facebook. Um, when you're born, you're a uh baby, toddler, uh newborn. Not not Instagram or Facebook. Don't want the little bird. Uh, Twitter. Um, when you're sick, you take this medicine. All right, so it was a little better. Not really, but. You got 25. Okay. So that's pretty good. Unfortunately, you're not going to get that prize, <laughs> but it. I'm sure you don't want my face anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, you might want my hands. These are, come on, like really good hands. Hey, man, I did want that prize, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Like, I'm going to give you guys my plugs. So you could find me on Instagram, Facebook. Um, you could hear the podcast. I don't like, I, like for me, this, this part is not the best because like you're listening to me already. So why am I telling you where to listen to me? Hey man, you gotta plug it. But I'm still gonna do it because <laughs> I have nothing else to do, right? <laughs> so or to say. So you can find me on Stitcher. You can find me on Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify. Basically everywhere you hear music, just try to look up the podcast, and I should probably be there. If I'm not, then tell me, and I'll, I'll do my best to get on there, right? So I I I, I kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but. I have shirts. I have hats. You can find them now on Synesthesia Boutique. They're only 20 bucks. I also have stickers. Don't be shy. You're listening to the podcast. I want you to have a sticker. Make sure you send me a DM or if you want to email me because you love email that much. Email me. I found I find um, Instagram is a quicker way, but you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do. <laughs> completely free sticker. Completely free. Go get a hat. Go get a shirt. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. Five stars. Tell, tell everybody how much, how good I am or how bad I am, but just make sure you give them five stars, right? I, I really want those five stars, please. <laughs> I want to pretend I'm back in elementary and I'm feeling <laughs> for a star. All right, guys, we know I'm kind of tired, so I'm going to let you guys go. But before I go, I just want to thank you for letting me be part of your day. All right, guys, till next time, I'll see you. Bye.
This is for the city slickers, the iron dog stickers rolling through my neighborhood. I just want to kick it with you. R.I.P. to Biggie, 20 years, but we miss you. This is for your kids wishing they could hug you and kiss you. We in a crazy time, it's like we battling Hitler. Take a journey through my comp, these words are destined to hit you. But this is for the haters, the wannabe dictators, the traders, instigators, but don't let them dictate you. They hate you cause they ain't you, but shout out to Vision, we on the grind, CEOs with these CDs and clothes. They see me in clothes and wonder what is in clothes, in my mind contradicting when they see me with hoes. But they know I got goals, sipping on a 32, this is for my people struggling, I know y'all hurting too. I come from this place, I'm not escaping the hood, I wanna come back and help as many kids as I could. I'm looking at my dwelling, sometimes it's overwhelming Surrounded by the drugs, turning us into felons But they ignore the fact that they the quarterback In structure and cocaine, crack is one they quarterback I grew around the druggies, the murderers and criminals The three strikes law, gang injunction was the minimal Cost of living overpriced, prisons overpacked But we fighting over ice and we killing over stacks But man, I miss my homies, R.I.P. to Juan And shout out enchilada, though your cousin is gone He's Smiling over you, sipping heavenly champagne with Ralphie by his side, and they doing the damn thing. See, they lacking empathy, so this ghetto symphony is for the kids in the hood. It's time to show some sympathy. See, I grew up hard with bullet holes in the window, so I just sit back and I light up this endo. But if I could go back in time, I'll take you on a journey. Premonition, my decisions and my vision cutting deep like an incision. They trying to make commission off historical revisions while we trying to make a living, but just look at our conditions. Impoverished collision like the left eye crash. And so I'm wearing clothing with the left eye patch. My third eye been awoken to the shit they've been provoking. Ain't no joking, we are talking to a system that is broken. Yeah, I don't like this hard sometimes. And you feel like giving up. That's when you gotta push the hardest. And I've seen a lot of shit in my life, been through a lot of ups and downs, but you can't give up. Yeah.